Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 55 of the Tutor Podcast. Your Monday morning shot of uncommon sense for people in the business of helping others through tutoring, teaching and coaching. Now today, we're going to be talking about what happens when we reach the end of our tutoring career. When we're either too old, we're bored or the economy changes or personal circumstances change. In other words, we're looking at exit strategies today. Now, the important thing that I think we need to know about exit strategies is you should have one. If you haven't, you're at the mercy of whatever else goes on around you. Now, traditionally, pensions were the way to go, but I don't know too many tutors who are making a big enough income to make a meaningful investment in um, a pension or other tax-efficient investment vehicles, because pensions are very tax-efficient. And furthermore, the old model of buying an annuity which is a product that pays you a set income for life with your pension pot, it's producing ridiculously low income for your pension pound. Now, I can't see that trend reversing anytime soon, so it isn't worth looking at, in my opinion. So we did look at other pension options in depth in episode 40, so I don't really want to spend a lot of time on them today. You can always nip back to episode 40, because you'll obviously be subscribing to the podcast and everything you need is on the usual platforms. So what we do want to look at though today are exit strategies themselves. Now I'm a guitar teacher, but I probably don't want to be teaching this, you know, guitar when I'm 70, I'm 54 at the moment. I'm sorry, 53 in my head. I'm about 20. And I'm just about smart enough to realise that the clock is ticking and sooner or later I'm going to be too old to teach. So what am I going to do when the music stops? Well, I actually confronted this a while ago after a very serious cycling accident in Spain in which I ended up under a taxi, uh, lost the tips of nine of my fingers, broke a leg, and then went running on it the day after for eight miles. How stupid is this? Probably the luckiest day of my life because it woke me up to the fact that I was mortal. I wasn't going to live forever. And I started to think about what I was going to do when I wasn't teaching anymore. So the most important thing about exit strategies, guys, is bloody have one. Don't sit down and think it'll be all right. Because honestly, unless you're taking care of your own future, you're living in a dream world. Nobody's coming to the rescue. Social security system in the States is already bankrupt and Britain is following hard on its heels. If you think the morons running your country, and I don't really care where you are, you're probably already waking up to the reality that the governments really don't have a clue what they're doing. They're spending your tax dollars and pounds to buy benefits for people who vote for them. It's, it's an out of control situation. 
nobody's coming to the rescue. The old idea that a state pension would keep you in comfort after you've made your contribution to the nation is broken. It's obsolete. It's redundant. It's ridiculous to believe it's even floating around in some people's heads. Define your own future, guys. Don't rely on benefits. Don't think anybody's going to come and help you out. It's not going to happen. It's down to you and me. So given that hopeful wake-up call, what options have you got? Well, we're in business for ourselves. So the obvious answer is we could retain the business. Now, this is okay if the business is bigger than you are. If you are the business, you're, if you're a one-man band, like I am at the moment, retaining that business and staying on, continuing to operate, isn't practical because I'm going to be too old. What I could do is stay on as an owner and have someone who works for me using my systems and practices. If I have a team, I could stay on to do essentially consultancy work as a top tier service within the business. Now, if you're going to retain the business, you'll need to be more than the one-man band. And that means you're going to need staff. They need to start thinking about recruiting and training, creating systems. And you'll need to have a succession plan. So what happens when you're not around? Having a structure like that means you can actually sell the business too. Now, as a one-man band, you really have a problem here unless you've got tangible assets that you can sell and reinvest or you've got systems, intellectual property and premises that can produce income for you month on month after you cease being face-to-face -face with clients. And I think it's vitally important at this stage we all start to create systems. If we're really lucky and we can think big enough, we could come up with something that's totally franchisable. Something like McDonald's model of, of how to run a burger joint. We can then train and mentor our franchisees. We can take royalties off the top of their business and earn commissions. That's one way of doing it. Now, a more passive route, rather than staying involved in a franchise-based business of what we've done, is just create intellectual property. I'm talking about books, music, teaching tools, anything that can be licensed and manufactured or used by other people to generate royalties for us. Personally, I, I like writing music, I like writing books, but I'm also passionate about developing learning systems and tools for my students with the long-term aim of manufacturing and selling some of those items. The books are already out there. They generate a little bit of money every month, but you can't live on that. So importantly, I think we have to be thinking about diversification, investing outside of our current business. Now, very popular route here is property. Um, I'm currently investing in residential property, so I'm building my little portfolio up and it does very nicely. When my pensions are available to me, I'll be able to pull some of the money out of that and invest in commercial property. Remember, I'm in the UK, so the legislation may be different where you are. I did go through a phase of investing in equities, but I realised that they're very risky because I have absolutely no control over them. 
other investment vehicles or existing businesses and new businesses. But of course, know the people you're dealing with. Find out as much as you can about it. Do your due diligence and do seek legal advice. The aim of all your investments is to create a passive income so that you're not relying on anyone else to do it for you. Personally, I suggest you don't rely on anything that's based on projected capital growth and refinancing and drawdowns like buying property that increases in value so you can remortgage it and take your money out. You have no control over the market and at some point you'll probably find that the, the cyclic nature of the market prevents you from pursuing that and then you're up the creek. But remember guys, opportunities are everywhere. So keep listening, keep thinking about what you want to do. Always do your homework when you're investing. Sure, due diligence is a pain in the neck, but losing your investment's a lot worse than that passing pain while you're doing your DD. Above all else, have an exit strategy. It's up to you. Start thinking now and start planning and get busy doing because nobody is coming to the rescue. Nobody's going to look after your interests. Right, that's a bit of a rant from me today, I think. So that's probably enough. That's my 10 cents worth for the day about your end game and your exit strategies. Let me know what caught your ear in this episode and how you get on putting the ideas to work in your own business. Email me at info at neilcamado.com and I'll see you in the next episode. Well, I'll be sorting through more of the many myths, mysteries and misunderstandings that we face, separating the fact from the fictions, distilling it down to the bare bones so you'll learn exactly what to do to start, grow and love your tutoring business. So join me for the next fun-packed episode of the Tutor Podcast. I'm Neil Camero and I hope you're having a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.